Good afternoon. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. Welcome from uh, an eclipsed Atlanta, Georgia. No, not Atlanta. I'm in Palmetto, Georgia, actually, for a couple of weeks at my friend Stephanie Richardson's house, and I'm glad to be here today. Hi. We've got some people live. Um, so today's topic is... <clears throat> can't even say it. Hi, Manuel. Hi, Katarina. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Jen. Uh, let's see. What did I choose the topic of? Are people a limitation or a possibility? So I'm so open to your questions on this topic, your, what, what you'd like more change with. Hi, Ashley. Um, and I'm really just going to start by talking, talking about it. Um, <laughs> I'm not totally sure where to go with this today. Hi, Katarina. Um, there's a lot of change going on in my world and um, I've said that as much on a few videos here and again and one of the things that's really really changing there's a couple there's there's two major things that are really changing because I asked for it one is that all the things that I've kept secret and hidden and unseen from myself I've been asking to see that those things and the second thing that came up in the Maestro class when I was in Rome in, or, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, um, was, I don't know, there was something happening in the class, and, and I started to, it triggered a question in my world, hi, Rensky, um, was, which was, um, do I receive contribution from other people? Do I receive from other people? There was, I don't, there was some conversation happening, and, and somebody, like, was looking at this topic, and I'm like, do I receive from other people? And I got to know. And it was interesting because I, I didn't think that receiving from other people and looking at the things you're keeping hidden from yourself were related at all. But it was interesting that I asked for both of those two things to change because what's shown up is the contribution of other people to facilitate me into knowing more about myself <laughs> and, and more than that. Um, we, I was, I've been hanging out with Stephanie for like about four days before she headed off to Costa Rica, and now I'm watching her puppies. So if you hear angsty puppies in the background, <laughs> there's two chihuahuas here that are certain it's dinner time, even though it's not quite dinner time. So after this show, I will listen to them. But um, uh, so, hi, Desiree. We had a conversation um, over French fries and fabulous cocktails in uh, Atlanta the other day, and I was looking at this place where when it, I go to all these classes and I'm asking for more awareness. And then there's these moments in my world and in my life with John, with facilitation, where what I seem to be asking for and what ends up coming into my world that doesn't match what I think I'm asking for results in this reaction from me, which is basically like, get out of my face and I'm going to kill you now. There's this really, there's really intense energy that, that has been coming up when when something just doesn't go the way that I think it should go. And it's not just when it doesn't go the way that I think it should go. It's when somebody starts to call me out on something that I don't want to be called out on or I don't want to look at or hi, Natasha. Hi guys. Um, as soon as, as soon as somebody was poking into an area where I didn't want to see what might be going on, I reacted with a lot of intensity and to the, to the point where, I mean, I've, I've driven some people away. And I've done this, I've done this my whole life. And so we were, we were looking at this actually, Stephanie and I together. And, um, 
so we got to this moment in the conversation where she asked me, how old are you being? And I said, two. And I remembered this moment when I was two years old and I was trying to tie my shoes. And I didn't have enough information to do it. And I needed to do it, but I couldn't do it. And my mom was doing something and I don't know what. But what, what ended up happening, what I ended up doing or being in that moment was this like, like stay out of my way. You're not going to stop me and you're not going to kill me was what came out of this conversation. And it was, I was so relieved when we got there because that stay out of my way, you're not going to stop me and you're not going to kill me has actually been with me um, and something I've been creating from since then. And I'm 42 this year. And I realized that that same energy or that same, like, get the fuck out of my way. You're not going to stop me or kill me was, was, was something I've been doing in my closest relationships as well. Like with John, um, I've been doing it with Dane when he went to facilitate me. I was like, don't basically like, don't call me out. You're not going to stop me and you're not going to kill me. Um, and what that was doing, what, what that was doing was um, actually pushing away like everybody who was desiring to contribute to me. And it's weird because it would show up in like all these little things too. Basically anytime anybody got close to like what I would perceive as criticizing me or what I would call as criticizing me, which it wasn't even, <laughs> I mean, I could, I, I honestly, I'm looking at this whole topic as I'm talking to you. I'm like, I could list 25 different examples where this one was that, but most of these weren't that. And, but it was, it was anywhere where I felt like, or I thought that somebody was going to attack me in some way, I would like push back with the force of a thousand suns and destroy them energetically. And it was that visceral in my world. Like it was that intense. And um, gosh, the combination of the two things that I've been asking for, which was to look at the things that I've been hiding from myself and, and then receive contribution from other people has created this really cool dance where um, in moments where I didn't think I could ask for, somebody's contribution, I would just start talking and they would begin gifting me some, something, some time, some questions. And, and I'm not talking about people facilitating you when you didn't ask to be facilitated. I'm talking about friends of mine that where there's really an open invitation. Um, and like this morning I got into a conversation with Marnie and, and I didn't expect to be receiving anything from Marnie this morning, other than we were chatting about a little creation. And then she just asked me how I was and I started to talk about it. And I had this one moment that was really poignant where she asked me if I'd acknowledged something and I just burst into tears and I hadn't acknowledged it. And I left that conversation changed. And that's one of the things that I'm really, really noticing is that even with the people around me that I know have my back, I know are imperfect and have my back, all of that, right? I've been not receiving from them because of stuff because, because story, right? Because I don't want to take up their time because I don't want to be a bother because I want to be doing a good job because I, you know, and whatever, whatever it is I've been asking for has been changing that. It's, I don't know that it's been changing people's desire to contribute to me because I'm kind of getting that was always there, but it's definitely been changing my willingness to receive it. And what's happening is that my world is opening up more. And it's just getting richer and greater. And the second way this is showing up for me, and, and I'm just giving you examples so that you can start to look at what this might be for you and what you could start to ask for that would create life showing up differently, is, um, is, is John in my life. 
Now, I didn't set out, I'm about to do 30 days of divorceless relationships with anybody who wants to come play. I didn't set out trying to create a relationship. In fact, I did exactly the opposite. <laughs> I was just trying to create what was fun for me. But I was asking for, I was asking for something. I was asking for energy. And so you might have heard the story before, but I mean, I got on Tinder and I swiped left. Or I was swiping left to everybody. And then I saw him and I swiped right. And we started talking and we went out and hit it off right away. And then I broke up with him three, three months later. But since the time when we started playing again together and we, we actually started creating it, we just came back together and was like, why don't we just create this in a way that works for us? And that's always going to change and it's always going to look different. And, you know, it may mean sometimes we're not together and that's fine. Why don't we just create this in a way that works? And so I've been on the road and he was on the road with me and then he went home. And then I chose to, I, I went to another class and then I chose to come to Georgia for a couple of weeks because it was late. Well, that meant that we didn't get to be around each other. And so in talking to each other over the last few days, he's actually going to fly down and meet me because what we realized is that it doesn't actually really work for each work for us to be away from each other for more than probably five days. And it's been two weeks. And that when we're around each other, everything exponentializes, everything gets greater. Um, whatever it is that we be together, that we be together in my business, that we be together personally, that we be together with our bodies, makes everything greater. It makes it more fun. Um, it makes it easier, you know, and then occasionally we have a moment and then it makes life greater from that point of view because then I get to look at my stuff, he gets to look at his stuff, and then we get to create something else in that moment. Like everything gets greater. And that's, that's the, actually the thing that I think I was refusing. Hi, Kathy more dynamically than anything else without knowing that that's what I was refusing. Cause I thought from a moment in my childhood where I decided that somebody else in my world was criticizing me. And so therefore it was like, you're not going to stop me and you're not going to kill me or whatever that was for me at two. I was creating my life from that. And so what that did is that it didn't let anybody else into my world. It didn't even let insanity in. It didn't let anything into my world, actually, from anybody. It didn't let insanity in. It didn't let crazy in. It didn't let kindness in. It didn't let anything in. Because I, didn't, I was trying to survive and cope and, you know, um, tolerate the world or tolerate people instead of actually being in a way that could receive from people. And, you know, when you cut off your awareness of anything, like when you cut off your awareness that there's crazy people in the world, or you cut off your awareness that there's people who use people in the world, or you cut off your awareness of anything, one, you can't see it. So you're not receiving it. And so you can't see it. And so you tend to get blindsided by people that do those things. Um, when you cut off your receiving of people actually being able to see what you've decided is terrible about you, um, you can't receive the contribution that they could be in helping you look at it. The thing about all of us is that we got here using the, doing the best that we could with the tools that we had available to us. And I know for me, there was a lot of that energy required to get through my life and to get here and to get me through the relationships in my family. And like, there was a lot of that you know, fuck off and die required for me to get here. But the thing is now that, that everything I'm asking for, the life that I'm asking for is requiring of me to receive. <laughs> and 
when you cut off the people that actually do care about you and are willing to have your back with the good, the bad, and the ugly, if you cut that off, then you can't see the ugly and you actually don't have access to whatever it is is underneath everything you've decided is wrong with you. And I'm so grateful for, I'm so grateful for so many people. And in particular in this moment, I'm so grateful for Dane because one of the things he does in every one of his classes is that he will, he'll facilitate you in a way that creates a change. Now, sometimes that facilitation can seem really, really ridiculously intense and it can seem, it can seem a lot of different ways. But when you look at Dane's world, you know that like he's, he's got your back and he cares about you and he cares and he cares about creating a change for you, which is what you've asked for. And change never shows up the way you think it will. Like it always, always shows up different. And sometimes change to have the change that you're asking for, to have the, the hundred million dollar business you're asking for, to have the hundred million dollar life you're asking for. I'm using dollars in this moment, but to have what you're asking for, you actually have to have access to you. And I don't know about you, but I, I cut myself off so dynamically from everything I thought was wrong with me because my mom always pointed it out because I have all kinds of reasons, but I cut it off. And, um, and so for me to go forward to, for me to have the life that I want, like I've got to be willing to look at what I've decided is so ugly and bad about me. Now, I don't know exactly what's underneath all this. I'm right in the middle of going through this right now. You know, I don't, I don't know what I've been hiding behind me so dynamically. I know some of the, the quote unquote bad stuff that I think I've been hiding behind me. You know, the way I treat people, I haven't wanted to look at that. I haven't wanted to look at um, what that's creating for my relationships. I've really pretty much made people irrelevant. Like who cares if they don't like me? I don't care because I don't really need them. Um, there's a lot that I've done when it comes to people that, has, you know, pushed people out of my life in all these different ways. I was dating in a way that pushed people out of my life. It was like, okay, one time, two times, three times, then I'm done with you. And that was fine for dating because that works for dating because you're dating. Um, but now that I have a man that, I, that really gifts a lot to my life and now adds a lot, like I actually really desire to keep that and create it. And that was requiring more for me than I was willing to give before. So, I don't know if I'll go the full 30 minutes today or if I might run out of words. If you guys have anything, you can put it in the chat, but I really guess I just want to invite you to look at, have you made people the thing to avoid and survive? Are they currently your biggest limitation? Is it possible that it isn't people that you're hiding from? Is it possible that maybe it's you? And what have you decided? What have you decided is so wrong with you? And would you be willing to be it for a while, right? Like, would you be willing to be everything you've decided you never want to be? Like, what have you decided you're never going to be that you're probably being because you decided you were never going to be it. And so everything you decide that you're never going to be, you end up being it, right? So I never wanted to be like my mother. I never wanted to be critical. I never wanted to be judgmental. I never wanted to be a cunt. I never wanted, I was never going to be that in the world. So guess what? I me deciding that meant I could never look at where I was being it. And if you can never look at where you're being it, you don't have any choice. 
you're just being something you never decided you were going to be. And so therefore you can't look at it because you never, you decided you were never going to be it. You know, Gary and Dana are on a bit of a tear right now to um, destroy and create the, the sources of evil in the world. And the sources of evil are unconsciousness and anti-consciousness. It is anti-conscious to decide there's a right way to be in the world. That is anti-conscious. It is unconscious to not look at what you are being in the world. I'm sort of focusing on what we would call the bad stuff in this particular one. I also get that I function from a lot of courage and a lot of caring and a lot of um, all the other stuff too. But in consciousness, it includes everything and judges nothing. It doesn't judge cunts and it doesn't judge judgment and it doesn't judge unkindness and it doesn't judge kindness and it doesn't judge nice and it doesn't judge right? There's this whole spectrum of things that we've decided some are wrong and some are right. But consciousness doesn't judge any of those. It includes everything and judges nothing. So I'm actually being anti-conscious when I've decided there's a right way to be and a wrong way to be. And when I'm not willing to look at everywhere, I'm just being. What am I being here? What am I being here? What's that creating? What's that creating with the people around me? What's that creating with my, my other you know, what's that creating with my, with my friends? Is that creating more with my friends? Is there something else I can be choosing that would create more? What's that creating with my clients? What's that creating in my business? Am I having the business that I desire? Or if I'm not, like, what can I be or do that's different? What can I begin to acknowledge about myself that's, that's true, that I'm functioning from, that will give me more information about that? And I know that's like 1,800,000 questions that you can begin to ask. There will be a PDF from this radio show somewhere online. Um, yeah. I guess I really just, I guess I just really want to invite you to, you're welcome, Molly. I'm glad. <laughs> I just wanted to invite you to look at the things you're hiding from yourself and also look at, like, are you shoving people out of your life faster than they can ever contribute to you? And look, there's there's abuse in the world. There's crazy people in the world. There's people that I don't want in my house because they walk in with muddy boots and that does not work for me. Right. There's, um, all of that is true. There's, you hear my doggy. <laughs> now he's taking the coughing. He's not dying. He just takes the coughing to get my attention. <laughs> all of that's true. And everything else is true too. Like we live in this abundant universe that desires to contribute to us, right? We live in this, which includes people. There's people all around you that desire to contribute to you, desire to contribute their skills, their awareness, their presence, their being. These dogs just desire to, they just are. They desire to, they follow me around the house. <laughs> you know, partly I think it's because I have the food. I don't know, but right? They just are a contribution. And I can hang out with these dogs and not receive from them as easily as I can hang out with the dogs and totally receive from them. And they just be. So, so what are you refusing to receive? And what could you begin to open yourself up to receiving? And the thing about receiving from other people is that you can't receive from other people until you can receive from you. And the thing about things that you're keeping hidden and secret and covert about you is you're not able to receive those things about you. And I'm going to give you a spoiler alert is all those things that you've bought are true and real about you aren't. They're just decisions and judgments and computations. 
Now, they may be ways that you're functioning in the world that's creating your future, but that's okay too. Because if you're willing to become aware of how you're functioning in the world, then you have another choice. And then you have another choice. And you have another choice. And you have another choice. And you can begin and change the future you're creating right now. What have you been unwilling to be, know, perceive, and receive about you? That if you're willing to be, know, perceive, and receive it about you would give you total choice. Total choice. You know, when I'm not willing to look at um, how I'm being with John, for example, and he's a great example because he's in my life a lot, and um, And he's a guy, and I'm a girl, so it's really, really easy for him to get thrown under the bus <laughs> and for it to be justified because guys are always wrong and girls are always right, <laughs> at least in this reality, right? But I've been really, really paying attention to when it is I want to throw him under the bus. And in the moments that I do, he's been getting a lot stronger and, and saying, hey, like, you know, you just backed me up into a corner there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I did. And um, so I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> They're all commenting, and it's so awesome. This <laughs> is some scary shit at this point in my life. Yeah, the bus again. I know, the bus is going to be a constant theme. <laughs> I guess just look at what you're creating. I, oh, I guess where I was going with John was like, um, if I desire to destroy the relationship with John, it's going to be really, really easy for me to do it. You know, I, there's so many different things that I could do to destroy that relationship. I can make him wrong over and over and over. I could get dissatisfied with him. I could just tell him to get his shit out tomorrow. Like, I could destroy that relationship in a second. Creating the relationship, creating different possibilities with people, for me, is taking much more diligence and awareness. And but creating it in a way where I'm not cut off, I'm not giving me up, I'm not judging me, even though I do sometimes, but then I have another choice, right? Where, where I'm actually creating from the space of what I desire to have in my life. Like I really desire to have nurturing, solid friendships in my life that where and they can change all the time. When I say solid, I mean like people that really contribute and, and where I get to contribute, where it's that really cool give and take stuff. Like I desire that. I desire people in my life that, that see me, all of me, now, I don't know if I desired that before this last two weeks because <laughs> I certainly went to killing the people that saw all of me, you know. Um, but I'm beginning to tentatively, like, poke my head out of my shell and going, gosh, like, what would it be like to have people who I could trust to see even what I've decided is wrong with me? Like, what would it be like to actually, and trust is sort of the wrong word because trust is knowing that that person is going to be what they be. But let's, let's use that, for example, because, like, Dane is a great example of that. I have never seen Dane destroy anybody. I have only seen Dane facilitate people into more of them. So if I extrapolate and I take that into my world and Dane is looking at something in my world that is holding me back and he's being really intense about it. If I'm willing in that moment to lower all my barriers and know what I know about Dane, which is trust, that's trust. Then there's the possibility of being able to actually receive what it is he's trying to gift me in that moment that's coming out in a way that I didn't expect. <sighs> hey, I don't think I've actually been able to put that into words until now. 
So I desire that. I desire that in my life to have people that not only like fluff my feathers, but also look at my shit and go, and when I ask a question, go, yeah, you got shit. Just waiting for you to ask about it. You know, it's all good. We still like you. And can actually ask me questions so that I can get more awareness so that I have more choice. That's what I desire in my life. So for me to have that, I got to stop pushing everybody out because of this reason or because of that reason or because of this thing or because of that thing. Get out of my stories and actually go, hey, what, what, what could I be willing to receive? What could I be willing to receive about me? What could I be willing to receive about them? What, what do I know? Like really, 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 really just getting more present. Instead of like pushing everybody out because people, because awareness, because like, you know, going, who or what am I not willing to receive from that? I, if I were willing to receive from them would really change this for me. I'm so cut off. I feel like quitting at times. Yeah. And you know what? The only time you feel like quitting is when you've quit on you. And there have been so many in this last few months where I've been asking to know more about me. There have been so many times where I wanted to quit on me, you know, where I wanted to just lay down and judge me, where I wanted to lay down on the bed and die. I'm not sure how that was going to work. Um, and I just kept standing back up and going, okay, if I wasn't quitting on me, what could I choose in this moment? You know, if I wasn't quitting on me, what could I choose? And sometimes with some of this awareness stuff, it's required to take just two more steps and, and just keep putting one foot in front of the other and not quitting on yourself. And if you did quit on yourself, then stop it and start being with yourself, right? Like it's sometimes in some of these areas, like it's some of these patches of, of creating more awareness for ourselves. Like it requires that much of you, but, and okay. Right. Like, okay, this is my life. This is my time here on the planet. This is whatever it is I came here to create. And and if there's no wrong and no right, and consciousness includes everything and judges nothing, then that includes you, no matter where you are, no matter what you're choosing, no matter what you're creating with yourself or other people. And you just have another choice. And then you have another choice. And then you have another choice. And you can just start to ask, like, ask for the people that have your back to start showing up. If you're willing. Ask for all the places that you've hidden yourself from you to start showing up. If you're willing. And get that you're probably going to be really uncomfortable. And that there's going to be a lot of new awareness in your world that will make being in the world a little different. You know, like I said to Marnie this morning, you know, she asked me how I was and I'm like, I'm really different. I'm like, I'm finding myself listening to myself a lot when I'm with other people and I'm finding the way I'm listening to the way I facilitate and I'm listening to me more because I really desire to empower people. And there's been a number of times when I've discovered that I disempowered people that I didn't mean to. And I really desire to be aware of that. That's the world I want to create. That's the way I desire to be in the world. And I can't be that in the world if I'm busy being unconscious about the way I'm being in the world. And I'm so grateful for the people around me that have had my back enough to be with me through this and not give up on me and really stay present with me as I change this whole place in my life. So I just wanted to invite you to that possibility that 
Um, <laughs> I think she wants a sheep to cuddle right now. I think the dogs would like a sheep to eat right now. <laughs> I think, I honestly think this little chihuahua could eat a whole sheep. You, do you know how he eats his food? He like, just like, he inhales. He's a vacuum cleaner. He's like this big. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I know this is like a little bit more on the serious note, but I wanted you guys to have the information and, um, and really start to look at what you've been unwilling to receive that you could just start to ask for and receive. And, and I'm so grateful for you guys in my world. And I'm so grateful for all of us that we're creating and for everything we're choosing. And, ah, and what, what could you invite into your universe that would give you so much more awareness about where you're functioning from that would then give you the capacity and the power to choose to create your life in the way that works for you. That's it for today. If you liked this, share it. And I adore you, and I will see you next week. Bye.